TheOAMNetwork.com. Hi there, welcome to Off the Record with the New Southern. My name is Alexandra Pusateri. I'm the editor in chief of the New Southern, and with me is my wonderful managing editor, Taylor Smith. Howdy, howdy. How's it going, y'all? Woo, we're super excited. This is our first episode. Um, full disclosure before we begin, uh, I have been playing The Sims 4 for way too long this week. What are you talking about? There's no such thing as too long for The Sims 4. No, it's pretty bad. What have you done? Uh, I That's built too long. I built an apartment complex for like six Sims. It's pretty bad. Anyway, with your full you, disclosure. Well, my full disclosure for this week is that I've started pole fitness classes mm-hmm. at Nikki Dark Fitness. Sexy. It is not sexy. I have so many bruises. It's obscene. Like obscenely yeah. awesome. But it's super fun. So I highly recommend it to anybody. Yeah. Where are you taking those at? Nikki Dark Fitness over in Bartlett. We are sponsored by Nikki Dark <laughs> This week, they will kill you. Every time I go in, they're like, all right, you ready for punishment? And I'm like, why can't I be happy? Why can't I enjoy myself and not die? Yeah. But it's fantastic. Best workout. Positive females. Awesome. I'm like a sexy. If you threw a fish at a pole, that's exactly what it looks like. Well, speaking of fish in a pole, uh, we've got some great news stories for you this week. <laughs> some fantastic ones. <laughs> It's the best segue ever. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but we've got some some great stories to cover for you this week. Um, just a quick overview of the podcast, uh, since this is our first episode. Um, Taylor and I are both journalists. So we've been journalists for a while. Um, a hot minute, as they say minute. in the South. Yeah, a hot minute, uh, especially because it's freaking hot outside. But um, but so so pretty much what we want to do is just go over the big stories over the week, things that you need to know, maybe poke some fun at uh, local media that we are a part of. So, uh, so I guess we'll go, we'll jump right into the commercial appeal stories this week. Yeah, we should do that. I enjoy the commercial appeal and they have some really good stuff this week. So yeah, uh, this first story that we've got, um, Bartlett, uh, voted to add in God, we trust to the council chamber. Uh, it was a unanimous vote. Yeah, there was no, absolutely no dissenting opinion, apparently. Yeah, there, about was, this. there was no discuss. Like, they were just like, um, my favorite quote from this story from the commercial appeal by Clay Bailey was that, um, <laughs> was that, uh, WC, aka Bubba. Oh, I love this one. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, Pleasant. Um, he noted that, uh, coins once showed the words large enough that someone 80 years old could see them easily. Now, he said, it takes a magnifying glass to distinguish the, slo- the slogan. I, I tried to, so I tried to Google like the quarters back in the day. Yeah. I couldn't find any like that were not terrible. Yeah. But I, I Googled some facts about this because like I need to know. And God We Trust was first published mm-hmm. on the two cent coin in 1864. I don't know how large two cent coins were, but they could not have been that big. Mm. And it wasn't on paper money until 1957. Mm. So <laughs> how do we know that he wasn't just like 20? Right. And that, like has his eyesight failed him? Yeah, I just I don't know. And, you know, and, and my, my biggest question about it is that wasn't there uh, recently a court case like about the removal removal of the Ten Commandments from right. a city or state building? Um, well, I think this is I think in God we trust is one of the national yeah. mottos. So I, right. that makes sense. I yeah. get it. But I just think it's like the, the magnifying glass sort of. I assure you, we won't need a magnifying glass to see the words in the chamber. <laughs> McDonald told the alderman. Yeah, I don't. 
<laughs> what, so it's, was there an very... option that it could have needed a magnifying glass? Yeah, I mean it's it's a lot of hyperbole. Like yeah, I guess just just chill out, bruh. It just bar- well, it's Bartlett, right? Of all the, I think I think they're just getting ballsy. Really, I think that's really just what it is. Like they're like, yeah, we're we're we'll NX now. Yeah. yeah, we're NX. <laughs> we got this. Let's well, do it. Well, yeah, but I, I guess for me it wasn't surprising. Yeah, like, but I honestly I think if you changed some of the names and some of the like. Some of the, this would be an onion article. Like mm-hmm. if you didn't know this was in Bartlett, you could right. post this on the onion and they'd yeah, be like, like you could just, yeah, you could just substitute Bartlett for like Southern city, Southern city uh, votes to add in God, we trust it council chamber. It's like, yeah, we get it. Sort of. Well, just in that quote, like magnifying glass and in the, the second graph, Mayor Keith McDonald said Tuesday afternoon, the inclusion is part of a planned renovation. Like of the meeting room, I guess. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. And my yeah. other question is why I wasn't there in the first place if you guys felt this strongly about it. Right. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. If it was unanimous. Yeah. Just, I guess they, now they have the money. <laughs> they could have just gone to like Target and gotten those like light up marquee. Yeah. Just get one of those. Letters that up and there. just got a bunch of them and just put them. That'd be cool. Like right. a theater. Yeah. Like make it a theatrical show. Mm-hmm. You know, go hard or go home. <laughs> right. Should be their slogan. Yeah. That should but, be their slogan in Bartlett. Yeah. Um, okay, so the next story we've got uh, is, uh, is again, in the commercial appeal, and it's, despite pressure, FedEx, UPS, uh, to still ship hunting trophies. Um, yes, sorry, Tara, that was me. I've got to pull it up because I'm terrible at printing off documents that are important to what we're talking about. <laughs> so this came up because of uh, Cecil, Cecil the, the Lion. Lion. Yeah. yeah. So people were Jinx. up in arms and, yeah, pinch poke, yeah, me Coke. <laughs> Diet, please. Thank you. But one of the, you know, people are concerned that because Cecil the lion died and they're talking about how, like, they're talking, basically they're saying FedEx UPS don't ship taxidermied animals because it condones, you know, animal killing. I don't, I don't know. I thought it was kind of ridiculous, but I like FedEx and UPS's response to it. I'm trying, I'm still trying to pull it up because I am terrible at this. Yeah, but they talk about. They basically said, "No, we're we're going to keep doing this." Right. Well, and I think I think it's kind of dicey to uh, when when they start dictating what is okay to be shipped and what's not. Right. You know and what I mean? That's not really their job. I think because yeah, they work for us. They're they're a company. They have right. money to make. And I don't know how much money they make from shipping taxidermy animals. I right. really don't. Maybe it's, you don't have those numbers in front of you. Yeah, I don't have the official <laughs> numbers from FedEx and UPS about this. Yeah, but and I still can't pull up the article. Yeah. so they face pressure. Mm-hmm. That was that was the headline. Um, Did you have anything else on that story? What about just the UPS and FedEx yeah. are like, no, fuck it, we're gonna keep selling people like lion shipments. Yeah, I wonder what's the most interesting okay, dead no, animal. No, 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 no. Okay, you got to go back. It's not they're not shipping lions. They're not. Yeah, lion no. shipments makes it sound like that they're shipping lions. They're definitely not. Not live animals, no. Right. So people people who kill animals in other countries mm-hmm. who can't take it on their carry-on and mm-hmm. who can't put it, they can't check it, I right. don't assume, maybe, they can send it through FedEx and UPS. Mm-hmm. FedEx and UPS have said, we're going to keep sending these taxidermy animals mm-hmm. despite public pressure right. after Cecil the Lion. Yeah. Which makes me wonder what animal, I wonder what the weirdest animal they've had to ship was. Like mm. the weirdest taxidermied animal. I bet, I bet there's some like crappy taxidermy that they're oh, just yeah. like, ugh. Yeah, if you just Google that, I'm glad this animal was dead because um, it was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the next story that we've got um, is Memphis and May picked Canada. Oh, Canada! Yeah, for the next um, for the next country for Memphis and May. Do you think Dudley Do Right will be there? Oh. You know the answer is yes. The answer is of course yes. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, and then they they broke a record. They broke their. Um, uh, for festival revenues. Yeah, their festival revenue record, which is pretty cool. They brought in um what was it? 8. 
8.7 million. 8.7 million. And last year they had 7.2 million. And the festivals include music festival. Yeah. Barbecue, cooking contests. Right. <laughs> and it says the final AutoZone Sunset Symphony, which, which makes sad. me so sad. Yeah. But um, I thought it was really, really funny that it says, in turn, the Beale Street Music Festival provided half that amount by collecting a record $3 million in admission grosses. I thought it would make more. Yeah. Honestly, I thought more money. I mean, that's a good part of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, and the story was John Beefus. Beefus? Maybe. Beefus. Beefus. There you go. You know, Zach, Zach, in with, Zach the, with the, with the knowledge. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, and I think, I think it's funny that they don't report, um, attendance, uh, just because they don't want the media to focus on Which is totally the, the cool. numbers. Like, I think, I'm, I think that's great. Cause I mean, yeah, cause there's just two, like, oh, it dipped by 15 people this year. Why did it? We have so many questions. And yeah. I, I think it does keep the focus on the, uh, the revenue I feel like is the bottom dollar. Right. Like awesome. The bottom dollar. Yeah. But that should be the main focus. I mean, who, you yeah. know, actual numbers, whatever. But now this next story we're super excited about. Oh my God! Yeah, the, we are. The, I am the Twitter sensation Zim the monkey. Zim the monkey, uh, who I didn't know was a female. Yeah, I didn't either. I was I was referring to the monkey as he for a long time, and then you corrected me at lunch. She's a feminist icon. <laughs> Zim the monkey. <laughs> She's escaping the patriarchy. I'm coming out. Um, but uh, but yeah, so Zim is Zim is the monkey that escaped from the Memphis Zoo. And uh, do you want to go into the details of how I she just, escaped? You know, you can go into the details if you feel like my thing is. She so she went through two security measures, uh-huh. according to this article by Kelly Fisher, a hot wire and an inverted incline on the back of the on the back of the exhibit, right? Yeah, and then and she then took a tranquilizer dart. Well, and it didn't work. It says it didn't work in this article. The, yeah. They tranked her, and nothing. Ha- the drug did not sedate her. Is yeah. the quote from the article. That's insane. She's a baller. She is hardcore. She but is- I think what makes me most mad. So we we looked up the average weight of a Sulawesi macaque, which mm-hmm. is what she is. Good old Zim, three years old, spry little macaque. Yeah. And it's like 12 pounds of monkey. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much she weighed. She may be above average for yeah. macaques or below average. I don't know. But it's 48 quarter pounders. I think yeah, it was the math McDonald's. that worked out. Yeah. 48 McDonald's quarter pounders. Right. I feel like I could trank enough monkey meat. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, I, well, wait, why is it monkey meat all She's a, a monkey. Yeah, but are you going to eat trying her? To, no, I wouldn't. Ooh, but no, nah, I'm gonna be but. quiet. I was gonna go back to the UPS FedEx story <laughs> about shipping taxidermy oh animals, but that's not right. The show's taking a turn already. I, like I, I bless the Memphis Zoo for yeah. handling this the way they did. Like I, I have no doubt that they did what they could. Yeah, I love that. Like um, one of the things, like so, she scaled the back wall, and uh, it was the grout lines between the blocks. They were recessed yeah. enough that she could grab onto, and that's insane. She's the fact a crafty that it was crafty monkey. Yeah, crafty as. But well, she, she's a little, she's a little bossy bitch. Like she's, she's yeah, ten she's out of ten. Fifth Harmony, yeah, boss over right. Here. Like that's yeah. what she's doing. Yeah, she's making moves. Well, and what is this about? Like they're they don't know what to do with her. Like right yeah. now she's hanging out. Right. She's not out. They might send her to another zoo. That's re- why. It's just like like the problem child. Like send them to to boarding <laughs> the school. The redheaded stepchild, right? Of yeah, the monkey zoo, right? Enclosure, yeah. Well, what I think is, I, I don't know. What drives me the most nuts about this is that on like Action News Five, I think it was this week. They ranked the Zim monkey story higher than like the mayoral candidate overviews. Yeah, like in our notes for the show for the local got, news section. Yeah, yeah, we, we've got a screenshot from the website. And which website was it? It was I think it was Action News Five. Yeah, WMC, WMC TV. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, Zoo Report details monkeys escape is higher than the mayoral candidates' profiles, which goes to show what we care about. Yeah, in, in Memphis. In Memphis. <laughs> I just I think 
this monkey made national news. Yeah, I oh, don't yeah. Un- I w- either either keep her here because now she's a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much zoo like attendance would go up, right? If you let this monkey out in the public, but I feel like you could really just fanfare it up. Yeah, just bring her in. And we have like, the wild monkey, yeah, Houdini we, monkey. We've got the the spry. Escape artist monkey. Spry macaque. Yeah. Macaque is so spry. They missed a good headline, though. What was it? What were we talking about at lunch? Um, Macaque. Wild macaque. There was something. No, I don't know. It was a joke on cock. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, macaque escapes or something. Yeah. I mean, we would make that joke. Well, yeah. Would. It's all all (laughs) dick jokes. All of it. From Um, here on out. (laughs) Oh, God. Did you make a... Okay. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I did. So, why don't you go into this next story, Taylor, about the... So this is another little full disclosure thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been active. No, I won't say active. I've been involved. I've had I've had spats with the scooter clubs in Memphis, including the Memphis Kings Scooter Club, mm-hmm. and mostly known as the Memphis Kings and uh, Mid South Scooter Collective. Because my parents are in Mid South Scooter Collective, they've done stuff with the Memphis Kings. Yeah, coolest parents. Yeah, <laughs> award. Yeah. So we t- <laughs> we've known for a minute that a Maribespa was like probably going to happen in Memphis. And so this editorial is talking about like the lead is that settles it. Memphis has arrived. All those years of struggling with the city's self image are over. It has, one might say that indefinable it. And it goes on to say that like, Oh, we know it's a fact because the Memphis or the American Amerivespa 2016 scooter rally is coming to Memphis. Mm. My issue with this, cause it goes on to talk about how cool scooters are and how awesome they are. Every time people see my father on his scooter, they laugh because it's hilarious. Like, it's a scooter. It's not a motorcycle. He went through his midlife crisis and got a scooter, joined the scooter club, got a bunch of Vespas. Like, this isn't, like, live, sexy young women necessarily, although my mom is beautiful. They're not, like, Audrey Hepburn on scooters. They're, like, my dad, who has, like, a, a beard and is a, he's a person on the scooter. It's, but... The whole article is like, scooters are cool. All right, well, then start acting like it. Don't hit scooters. Don't, like, there's a line in here that just, I'm sorry, I'm fired up. Yeah, you're fired up this about is, this. This line, which won't, so it talks about how um, they're going to exhibit how to look cool on a motor scooter when the Amerivespa people come through, which won't be hard because you cannot look uncool on a Vespa until you fall off. What? Oh, so when you fall off, you're not cool. That's the most badass part. Like if you've fallen off you of a scooter, and stuff. yeah, you're like bruised Scrapes. the hell up. It's like, hey, I just like I got this on my scooter. Yeah, it's not. I I'm making fun, but I love the scooter people. They're my favorite people in the whole world, honestly, because you know my parents are that. But it just it drives me nuts that up until this point, people have been like, nah, that's stupid, <laughs> that's dumb. Oh, your parents were in scooters, that's lame. <laughs> but now there's an editorial on the commercial appeal about nah, they're super cool. Pick one. You get yeah. to either say they're cool or not cool. Get out. Right. That's hating. I'm sorry. Man. It came from a place of hate. Gosh. I, I feel like we... drives me nuts. We just need to get you fired up every week about I'm scooters. I'm saying. Like, that's a new scooter issue. We need to talk. We're not talking. This is the no. real news. No. I'm yeah. not getting into that. Um, <laughs> It'll end poorly for everybody. Yeah. Uh, okay. Scooter so- mafia coming after me. I don't need that Lord in my life. Jesus. Not again. <laughs> we ran from them once. Um, okay, so this next story, um, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty rough. Um, Stephen Askew, uh, was killed in, in 2013 by two police officers, um, Matthew Dias and Ned Oftenkamp, mm-hmm. um, who were placed on, uh, leave and then, and then returned back to work. Um, but the story that, that has been updated is that, uh, that there is a conflict in the officer accounts of Stephen Askew's death. 
Right. There was a new deposition that came out from mm-hmm. uh, Memphis police officer Christy Drew, mm-hmm. correct? And this is this story is from the flyer. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so there's this new deposition that came out that said that some of the, f- like, that there was some question about whether or not Askew even had a gun, mm-hmm. that the officers, like, said, like, flat out, like, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Or, like, even what hand the gun was in or, like, Which if I it thought was fired. Which I interesting, f- I, like, uh, this is sort of... Not devil's advocate, I won't say, but I, I, I wouldn't have known. Like, if someone was pointing a gun at me, I'm not necessarily thinking, oh, they're right-handed or left-handed. Sure. But that's the, that's the kind of stuff, like, they weren't sure about it. And th- but the fact that this deposition just now came out is the issue. Like, mm-hmm. his family is looking to, I think, I, I don't want to get this wrong, so I'm going to look at the story like sure. a good journalist. And this, and this is an updated story from, and in, in case you don't know, he was sleeping in his car waiting for his girlfriend to come home. And uh, the officers received a noise complaint coming from that side of the apartment complex that he was waiting no, in front of. No, it was a different one. Oh, it was a different. So they were at a different. So they were, yeah, they were at a different news. They got a different noise complaint at another complex. Right. They didn't find the noise, so they drove. I don't know how far because it doesn't say in the story like what apartment complex it was. Right. But they went to another apartment complex, which wasn't the one that they got the complaint at. Mm -hmm. Saw him sleeping in the car. Right. Yeah, and he was at the Windsor Place Apartments, was where Askew was. Yes, correct. But that's not where the noise complaint was. Right. Why they were down there, like it. Yeah, and they fired 22 shots, and Askew was hit nine times. Um, six times in the back, two in the arms, and one in the back of his neck. Um, Which but, it, but both off. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it doesn't say in the article whether or not he got out of the car. Mm-mm. And I don't, I, I'm terrible, and I haven't kept up with the story in the past. Yeah. But that's the... Right. If he was in his car... Mm-hmm. How do you get shot in the back and then the back of the neck? Yeah, because because uh, the officers approached his car and shined their flashlights in his window. And when he didn't wake, they tapped on the window. Um, and that's when the officers claimed they saw a gun in Askew's lap and proceeded to point their weapons at Askew. So, um, and I'm sure this will be continue to be a developing oh, sort yeah. of story. Like it's not gonna for sure. And I mean, and and I think you know the um, the lawyer uh, Manus. What's the what's the first name on that? I don't Oh yikes! Um, terrible but- <laughs> keeping track of names. The only two last names in journalism, so yeah. that's how we know people. Uh, but uh, but they said, you know, they said it's obvious information that we feel like we should have been provided this at the very beginning. I think that's a valid, you know, concern. But um, uh, but yeah, but the MPD didn't comment at all on the story. They did not, which um, is expected. Yeah, cause, I, I mean, it's a developing case. But I think I think that it's it's worth noting that uh, that they were relieved of duty in 2013, um, but they were reinstated the next month. And that next month, they were like, yeah, they've been cleared of any wrongdoing. Um, so, and, and now I don't they're think they having can conflicting. go back on that, can they? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's double jeopardy for cops in cases like this. Like, this well, is they the internal. Well, because, I mean, they weren't charged. Well, well yeah, but I'm saying, like, is this, I don't know what, like, internal mm. investigation, is that, like, a thing where they do an investigation and they're done? Sure. Like, do they do double jeopardy like that where they're like, we'll revisit this investigate? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, they, I can't speak from a place of knowledge just because I don't, I don't oh, know yeah, the either. law that deeply, but, um, but I think it's a valid question. But, um, but I think, I think them, uh, Howard Manis, the family's attorney, um, is is you know bringing everything up and which is good. No, yeah. it needs to be a special, especially in the political climate we're in right now. It yeah. needs to be continually talked about, and, right. and obviously it will, which is good to know. Yep, I'm glad the Memphis Flyer's on it. Yeah, I'm sure other yeah, people that, have reported on it. But that story was uh, done by Bianca Phillips. Thanks, Bianca. Um, but uh, but we got to move on to the next story. 
which uh, Taylor is raising her hands up in joy Spirit for this fingers. story. Yeah, oh, I um, love it. I'm so excited. So there was a there was a code change, and this is in the commercial appeal by Thomas Bailey um, that targets private sex clubs. Private sex clubs. Ooh. I want to go to a public sex club. Anyway, I just God. really I'm just so excited about this story. You you mean you want to like visit one as a journalist? Sure. Oh. Yeah, that's totally what I meant the whole time. <laughs> Is it right. card carrying? I don't know. Yeah. So um, would you like to go into? I like for me, it's just so they're talking about how uh, they the local planning board voted this week to regulate private sex clubs in Memphis like adult businesses. And that's um, the lead for the story. And they're talking about how um, strip clubs and bookstores have to be minimum distances from houses, parks, schools and places of worship. Mm-hmm. But sex clubs apparently have not been included in that private sex clubs, which I don't know how they function mm-hmm. i want to know how they function but they're talking about um like this is a quote from a staff report at the office of planning and development quote there has been a spat of gatherings at private residences for the specific purpose of engaging in sex which sounds like any tinder date but that's <laughs> apparently different well and, and that's kind of my qualm with it is that later on in the story they define a private sex club as uh let me see if i can it's on the front page i think oh it is of our thing a sex, private sex club as a club that is organized on any temporal basis for the purpose of catering to the engagement of sexual intercourse. Yeah, a.k.a. my apartment. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is, is it is <laughs> your apartment? <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like, right, I mean, yeah. anywhere that people engage anywhere in Anywhere I decide. The movie theater, right. the back of a truck. <laughs> um, yeah. The gym. I'm yeah. sure there's some spots. I mean, any for, for the purpose of catering to sex, like... Yeah, yeah, well, so, and there's a quote from Collins, who is a city councilman and mayoral candidate. Yeah, so city councilman and mayoral candidate Harold Harold Collins brought it up. And one of my favorite quotes from this is, at this private club, sometimes nudity goes on and all kinds of things. (laughs) I, like, wish he had gotten into more specifics. Um, And it talks about how, like, citizens were complaining about the noise. But later on in the article, it talks about a barber shop, a family affair barber and beauty salon that's a few doors down from this specific private sex club they're talking about on Knight Arnold and Fox Meadows. Mm -hmm. The exact address for those who would like to know (laughs) is 5367 Knight Arnold in Fox Mm -hmm. Meadows. And it's known as the Genesis Club for swingers. Yeah. But the the barbershop, uh, the barbershop owner or manager said flat out, like, it's not cool. Like, yeah, it has not been a problem, they said. N- yeah, because they don't open till 9 or 10 at night. And usually the barbershop's closed by then. Mm-hmm. So they haven't had any problem. Mm-hmm. And so, I, like, that's the kind of stuff for me that's absolutely hilarious. Like, I, I don't know. And this isn't, like, the first time that a, that a sex club has kind of been in the news. Because if you remember in Cordova, they had that BDSM sex club. Yeah, they did. And it was uh, it was pretty intense. And they shut it down for, like, was it lewdness? and Something. I wish I had remembered like the headline. I remember when I was, because that was what happened when I was going to school for journalism. Mm-hmm. And there was a headline that I just loved. And I can't remember what it was. Yeah the article but it was something it was a good pun on bdsm right. like it yeah. was like oh it was like sex club tied up in codes yeah like, that was yeah, such yeah. a good headline oh, it was really good but like i like that they added something to the code so they're talking about an amended code for this to close a loophole to plug a possible loophole <laughs> oh god <laughs> but the code will state a private sex club shall not be considered a place of worship yeah which i think i think that's very dicey Oh, when yeah. you start declaring where people can and can't worship, like... Like, especially if you're worshiping my body. Right. Like, that, yeah. I feel like I should make... It might we, be we need really... A, we need a That's My Fetish gift, like, right after that. <laughs> worshiping my body. I mean, like, it's... I think it's a... I don't think they should qualify it like that, but yeah. that's... 
ooh, maybe Bartlett can get together with this Office of Planning and Ordinance, you know, and God we trust and Bod we trust. (laughs) I feel like that should be... You were just on fire with the puns today. This girl is on fire. I just am really into sex gloves, apparently. I didn't even know. but um, like a hobby. But the reason for that language was because uh, it's to avoid something that happened in Nashville where a sex club uh, claimed to be a place of worship, so they were protected. Yeah, which is, I don't know. I think that that would be hilarious and fair. I just want to know, like, do they charge admission? I'm sure that we could have looked all this up. But I don't know if I wanted that on my history. Well, well, the thing is, no, I mean, to be honest, I have looked, I have looked this up, not for a personal reason, but for a story. Yeah, okay. But, <laughs> as a journalist, we get to do that. Yeah, yeah I was totally looking this up as a story. Right. Like how to dissolve a body. Right. No, it's totally, right. for, it's totally a story. for a story. Anyway. Um, but, uh, but no, but actually, like, there's a super vetting process. Like, you have to, like, apply online, oh, man. send photos. You have to, like, be in communication with the club owner because they don't want cops coming in. That's fair. So they have yeah. to, like, do this whole thing. And you have to, like, know somebody. You have to be referred. It's this whole so thing. So it's like joining a daycare almost. Like, you have to, like, apply to some daycares. I think that's where... the first time that anybody's ever compared a sex club to a daycare. <laughs> Is it? Are you sure? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, as far as an application process. Yeah. So it's easier to get into the U of M than it is to get into a private sex club? Yeah. Wow. Pretty much. And $4,000 cheaper, I think. Ah, hey. There's the rub. Blah. Get it, rub. Um, rub, rub, rub. We should just right. become shock jacks. <laughs> I'll show you shock jacks. Oh, my God. Okay, this next story. <laughs> this next story, again, in the flyer. Um, that <laughs> Lord Jesus. From uh, Elena Get- Getzenberg, uh, who actually um, just left this week to go back to UC Berkeley. Oh. Yeah, so she was well, a, she's an I intern. Good feelings and vibes that way. Yeah. B.B. Uh, King Boulevard name change was approved. Boom. That's super exciting. Yeah. I, I'm really excited. For, I don't know. I don't drive downtown that often in yeah. that stretch, and I have no sense of... I'll be honest. I'm a little disappointed. Why? because Well, because it was originally supposed to be um, on 3rd Street, like the 3rd all the way to the Mississippi State Line. Mm-hmm. Then they shortened it to um, oh yeah <clears throat> excuse me um from e h crump on uh on the south to chelsea on the north and that would have been renamed for him and then they shortened it even further to um what is it crump to jackson oh yeah on third so it's, so it's so it's a tiny stretch and it's not even anywhere near beale well true that's true yeah. but in my head i'm like he has the big sign like that's that true. sounds so dumb but yeah. it's like it's like his legacy will remain i think it's yeah i think it's cool that they have a bb king boulevard Mm -hmm. and that's great um but it's it also bb king like it's not yeah he has a star i'm sure he's Mm -hmm. got bb kings he he is ingrained in the city like there's no getting him out so i don't i'm not so super disappointed by it i think it's a nice little gesture and i think i actually think it's really nice that they're considering like these businesses that are down there. Because mm-hmm. can you imagine the cost of reprinting business cards? Yeah, that'd be insane. Just, well, just business cards yeah, alone. And, and like in the downtown animal hospital actually had an issue with it. Um, and that was, mm-hmm. you know, one of the factors that, and one I mean, of the major factors. I, I'm glad that they, they thought about it and they weren't just like right. grief stricken, going to change names and make it wild. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't know. I think it's special that they did it, but they didn't. I think it's fair. And if I didn't mention it before, it was uh, the land use control board that um that voted to approve the application to rename the section so yeah and it started from facebook didn't it somebody on facebook was like we should do this and it started yeah. like as a petition which is so. cool which yeah. is go social media Woo-hoo. boo um baller baller so this next story uh is in the flyer this week um the flyby yeah in the flyby section the new section um talking about cobblestones 
which I love. So the basically the issue, it's not an issue. The cobblestone landing by the Mississippi River. Yeah. They're going to redo it so that there's some sidewalk. There's some like, like out points where people can stand and look mm-hmm. and they're going to clean it up a little bit. And I've done like river cleanups down that way with the Memphis River Warriors yeah. um, out of the University of Memphis. Go River Warriors. And we've been down there in the cobblestones picking up trash and all mm-hmm. that um, ahead of the kayak races in the spring and stuff. Yeah. And it's not like it talks about how hard it is to walk on the cobblestones. It's really not that mm. hard. I, I don't know. It's not. I don't think it's that bad. But we were also moving really slowly. Yeah. But um, there were some people that were saying like get you know get rid of them because wheelchairs can't get down there and it's just it's uncomfortable. But they're they're gonna they're gonna renovate it for historical reasons because and put some historical markers because it that's the historical kind of cobblestone landing for mm. the the boats and stuff. I'm kind of yeah, and you know, uh, and we started talking about this. Um, off air uh, earlier this week, and then I was like, "Wait, wait, wait let's save it for the podcast." Save it for but, the podcast. Um, but uh, but no, but I think that um, when we start getting rid of like all this historical parts of Memphis, and we just start, you know, mm-hmm. um, instead of preserving it, and we just end up like, you know, mixing pieces together into a city, like cobbling it, it together, if you oh will. Oh my god, <laughs> the puns! I'm fired. Oh, You're gonna fire me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it's just it's just one of those things where like. Memphis is going to end up losing its identity if we keep going down this road. I hate to pull the slippery oh, slope card. No, but it's slippery slope, like yeah. cobblestone, the slope of the... All right, I'm sorry. Please don't kill me. Please, pretty peace. I and for, I agree with you, and I think it's one of those things. I didn't even know we had cobblestones in Memphis yeah. until I went down there with the River Warriors. Like, I had no idea. I, like, got down there, and I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. What is this? Old Victorian era? What is this bullshit? Victorian era? Yeah, well, because I assume Jesus. only the Victorian era had cobblestones. It's yeah. just, it's a cool little thing. You can see riverboats right there. Mm-hmm. And it's just, yeah. And honestly, there's not a whole lot to see. So it's not like it's this beautiful, you know, sweeping part of the Mississippi River. It's just the river. So, yeah. I mean, it's nice, but I don't, I don't think it's anything that needs to get tore up from yeah. the floor up, if you will. Right. So that's yeah. exciting. I just, uh, yeah, I just. Um, also, this this is not anything to do with the story. Sorry. Right. But in the, it talks about how the new plan for the cobblestones began like three decades ago. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, so, like, in, like, you know, whatever. It says in the summer of 1994. 94 was three decades ago? When was anybody going to tell me? Like, it, I mean, it. There's no way. 1994 was three, dec- three decades ago. So, we got, so, 94 to 2004. Okay, it's so, it's almost years. three decades. It's, like, tw- two decades? Yeah, two decades. So, they messed up. Sorry, Toby Sells. <laughs> Are you sure that's what he means, though? Uh, probably not. He probably means a little bit more than that. But it just, it so the sentence is, began three decades ago, and then it follows in the summer of 94. Oh, in the summer of 94. Well, it was probably in the works before that. I but hope- it's it, but it's also worth knowing that the project is going to cost like $6 million. Yeah, but hey, festivals made $8.7 million, so mm-hmm. that's something, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. We'll just move festival money to these cobblestones. Yeah. I'm sure they'll get some government grants. Oh, sure. I maybe. hope so. I Cobblestone know. grants. Yeah, I want to be the person to write that. That'd be fun. Yeah, excuse me, we need to fix their cobblestones. <laughs> Pity piece. Yeah, so. well, I think I think you know they should also work on the Main Street cobblestones too, and work Agreed. on fixing those up in that track. Maybe that's part. Probably not a Maybe, part of it. No, it's probably yeah, not, but they should. They should. They should add <laughs> they it on. They should fix that. Look, all right. If you're listening, City Council, <laughs> <laughs> they're not. Okay, it's um, fine. All right. So this next story: uh, Bus Rider Union calls for new buses, fewer trolleys. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was written by me. It was. I was not <laughs> waiting for it. Yeah. Uh, it. It written by this chick. <laughs> chick. This chick, Alexandra Pusateri. Uh, but no, it was written by me. Uh, and it More was. More like Alexandra Lusateri? Sorry. 
I was back on the sex club thing. Oh my god! I know. Look, I'm you're sorry. taking me back to high school, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god. Go on, go on with I your bus so riders. Many, I got so many nicknames in high school <laughs> for my last name. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it really They're probably is. really good ones. No, I'm Taylor no, Smith. It was, no, it was no, bad. It was it was terrible. Like Pussy Terry, really? Oh, I like really? that one. No, 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 that one's bad. It's. I mean, yeah, but I, you know, yeah. No, I'm Taylor Smith. Terrible. The only thing I get is Taylor Swift. Oh, oh you're Taylor Swift. Yeah. No, I'm. God. Well, they probably checked you for other reasons. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> Bringing it back. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. So anyway, so. Uh, pretty much, I talked to Matta and uh, Bennett Foster from the. Um, uh, Memphis Bus Riders Union, uh, because they're calling for uh, the upkeep on on transit instead of focusing on trolleys and bringing the trolleys back. Yeah, people ride the trolley deck hard. Oh yeah, I think is uh, the journalistic term for that. Like, right, yes. well, yeah, that's well, a we formal have trolley term. night. We don't have bus riding night. Right. Well, yeah. and and you know, and I, I think there is kind of a nostalgia with the trolleys, but I I think that um, with public transportation being the way that it is in Memphis, and Matt is trying to improve it. Yeah, I was really surprised. Like, I'm really glad you you pulled this. You know, it's totally not a shameless, selfless plug. Yeah. Shameless self-plug. Plugging self, self self-plug. Yeah. We, I didn't know, like, how fucked up the buses were. Like, you talk about how some of them are 60 buses in use with mileage as high as 700,000, which is 200,000 miles past when they're supposed to be. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of stuff that I, I had no idea. Right. And I that's worth talking about like yeah, why are it, these buses so shitty it's really scary like when when the federal transit authority like the the regulatory arm of the transit systems like yeah. is like yeah that's 200,000 miles over what it should be that's a little scary 200,000 yeah i could see like 10,000 yeah that's 20, like that's 000. like a whole that's like a whole new car yes yeah but um but Ugh. yeah and, and and they just they just don't have the money to replace it so, which is sad. It needs yeah, to be, really I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know the facts and figures because yeah. I'm terrible at all of that. That's why I have other people tell them to me. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious. You know, I could see if Trolley Night brought in a ton of revenue for the yeah. area. I, I don't know if it does. To be honest, um, the the buses bring in more money from the numbers that I saw. They yeah. bring in more money, but that's also because it's a bigger system, though. Too like the yeah. trolleys only cover downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, if we expanded it, that would be something else. But I think with brand new trolleys being brought in and all that stuff and that's what, so what they're proposing, yeah, I mean it's 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 going to be a lot of money. And I don't know. I'm like my other thing too is the the issue with the trolleys for those who don't remember is that they kept catching on fire. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that was the issue I think, and I'm curious how much of that could have been prevented. Yeah. Yeah. I, and this is that's all like. 20, you know, hindsight is 2020. Mm-hmm. But if, if they had fixed the trolleys, would be, would be, would we have the money to fix the buses? Right. Or, you know, what, and, and that's hard. That's a hard question to ask and answer. So it's not, probably not worth talking about. But right. And at y- this point. And Ron Garrison, the president and general manager of MATA, is very optimistic and he's, and he is working very hard. Like mm-hmm. he, he leveled with me, like in the interview, and he was, he's a really nice guy. Um, and he, it, it's kind of like, it was kind of an Obama situation where he, where he went in, <laughs> Uh, with a shitty situation. Yeah, you know, I mean, Matta was awful. Like when he came yeah. in, and uh, and it's getting a lot better, and they're actually improving. So, which is good. good but him. people, but we're you know millennial generation. We want sure. We want it now. Yeah, we want it now. And I'm curious, like, and to keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really interested in remembering what I was going to say. That would have been really great to know. Um. Yeah, it's yeah. Forget it. It wasn't important. But uh, oh, but uh, but I should also mention that um, that the two biggest issues that uh, 
that they, or I'm sorry, three was um, overcrowding on the buses. This is what the mm-hmm. bus riders union was complaining about was um, overcrowding and lack of air conditioning on buses. Which and, is ridiculous in Memphis. Yeah. And uh, breaking down in the middle of routes. So, and I think the breaking mm-hmm. down the middle of routes, I mean, 700,000 miles, that's a, that's a lot. But, and, but it makes sense. Yeah. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't know. Yeah. This, we get it. We know it's going to stop. All, <laughs> all of these problems are related. You know what yes. I mean? Like overcrowding, it's because there are buses in the shop, like, or buses that are breaking down mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? And they're breaking down because there's too many miles. And I know when I was, I like, I, fun fact, did a summer at the Commercial Appeal. And I know I did a couple stories about how they were cutting routes mm-hmm. and moving routes and changing. I don't know how right. often. Like, I'm curious to see how much routes have been cut down in the past, you know, 10 years or how much they've changed. Whatever. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I wonder if we have a bus that's at a million miles. <laughs> I'm almost positive it has oh my to be God. one. I, I hope just, not. I have some questions. Oh, yikes. <laughs> All right. We got to move on. Oh. Um, but <laughs> Fine. But um, the the next one's kind of sad. Depending on how you feel about yeah, it. Yeah, Chihuahua uh, has closed. It's gone. It's no longer it's, I open. I mean, the building's still there. Well, yeah, but I mean, the business is gone. The business. And that, you know, bless Megan Nichols for letting us know that. I don't, I never, I think I've been to Chihuahua like once before they closed and it wasn't, and this there wasn't an issue, I guess. I guess it just, they announced that it's closing mm-hmm. and the person who owns it. Daniel Flanagan has going to do a new concept concept restaurant. I was trying to think of that. Dang it. I was what? trying to think of that word earlier, like concept, concept restaurant. Oh, yeah. Like I was trying to. Yeah. Found it. It's Way there. You it's did there it. in the marble. We did it. We, <laughs> but I don't know if like, I don't I don't know. I don't like Chihuahua. I, it's closed now. So I just didn't like it as much because there's Molly's La Casita right there. Right. Best margaritas in the city. I don't care who says it or who thinks otherwise. Yeah. I have gotten day drunk so many times at Molly's by accident. Yeah. By accident. By accident. Yeah. Because the half and half, come yeah. on, you can't beat it. And yeah. then there's Cafe Olay right there. Right. And Babaloo. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just a lot of good Mexican there. And not that Chihuahua was bad, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, you know, somebody brought this up on the Memphis subreddit that you have you, you have a business that came in when Overton Square was still kind of rebuilding. Mm-hmm. And then you and then you've got businesses coming in that offer great food. At, at a at a great price, Molly's can't beat that. Can't yeah. beat that margarita, and it's right across the street from Molly's La Casita, which is just crazy the, good. The tits, yeah, is what they should that's, say. That's also that's, a technical term that we use. In yeah, the that shit industry. is the tits. That shit is the tits. Um, but uh, God, but yeah. So I mean, so so, you, so and now they have direct competition from people in the Overton Square and right. Babalu, which mm-hmm. has small plates and stuff like that. And it, and Chihuahua was sometimes just really crowded. Yeah, because um, it's got that beautiful patio. Yeah, the like, patio I hope was great. whatever is there. Like, but the inside was so cramped. Yeah. Like, I, I know we've waited a few times there before. Yeah. It just wasn't. Yeah, it I don't just know. wasn't all that great. But the drinks were good because mm-hmm. we went for graduation for yeah. you, right? It went for me. It was for you. No, it wasn't. Somebody got a blue drink because we were like, hey, we need Lisa? a tiger's drink. I don't know. But it was good. The drinks yeah. were good at Chihuahua, but, you know. <laughs> we're just naming people on the podcast like they'll know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just so you know, Lisa is great. <laughs> Hashtag fun fact. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so so after two and a half years, Chihuahua has closed. So Bye we're sorry Chihuahua. to see them go. Because I mean, it's always sad when a Memphis business closes. Like the next one that moves in should be named Felicia, so we could be like, "Hi, Felicia." Yeah, instead of "Bye, Felicia." Right. That's the joke. But then when it closes, "Bye, Felicia." Bye, Felicia. Oh, that's how you're supposed. Yeah, we can't yeah, say. It why like, you say <laughs> "Bye, Felicia"? Because I'm super basic. I don't know. <laughs> you are basic. Uh, okay, so this last one. This last story before we get into um, the other stuff that's happening in Memphis this week. Uh, so this one made national news. God, I can't believe it. But and, yeah. and honestly, this doesn't really have to do with Memphis. Um, but everybody in Memphis knows about this. 
the Lambert's Cafe yeah. in Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. In Missouri. Like, it, everybody knows about it. Like, For you bring it up. throwed rolls. Yeah. Home of throwed rolls. It Home is, of throwed rolls. People think it's supposed to be thrown. It's yeah. not. It's throwed. Yeah. So, I mean. so like this, I throwed it. This is my national news. Yeah. So, basically, do you want to go into it? No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say some lady, some female, <laughs> has decided that she should sue Lambert's because she got hit in the face with a roll mm-hmm. and... Suffer allegedly suffered quote a lacerated cornea with a vitreous detachment and all head neck eyes and vision were severely damaged from bread from bread from a roll from a roll and, <laughs> and she's seeking from twenty a from a roll she's seeking twenty five thousand dollars hell to yeah pay for legal fees and medical fees I um, and I can see it I've had some rolls in the past yeah that are hard as hell yeah and are basically rocks. But mm-hmm. from what I've heard, like, they They're soft good. roll them. They, like, yeah, do yeah. that. They They're not chucking it. them at you. Like, you're, Maybe they like, were. Maybe like, she was shitty. Mat. I'm talking shit about somebody I don't know, and that's rude. But it was a lady. Yeah, it was a lady. Uh, well, was, also, yeah. I said, I, did you see what I said? I said pitcher's mat. Like, that's a thing to it's catch things <laughs> pitcher's with. Pitcher's mat? Mm, yeah. yeah. Like, that's what you get. Like, I don't even know if that's a thing in I think baseball. it's a thing in a sex club. Probably. A pitcher's mat because oh. you have pitchers and catchers. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's where you put your knees. That's what we call a comic. <laughs> no, um, it's not funny. Uh, but uh, anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> Carbs can just, hurt you, apparently. Yeah, but I mean, I just I, I just think it's really ridiculous. That, my question is, did she eat the roll? Like, uh, did she, like, well, get she didn't catch it with her mouth. Oh, I know, but did she, like, like oh, I got this and eat probably it? Probably not. And then later, in pain. And then later her cornea came off. I, to me, I feel like she probably deserved it. I mean, yeah, if, if, they, you know. if they threw it that hard. It's advertised on the front of their building. Yeah. It says Lambert's, their quote, website, home of the Throwed Rolls. Their website is ThrowedRolls.com. Like, you, you know, <laughs> she knows. Right? She knows. Like, but they do, they do soft, like, and, you know, and it's not like. They say, hey. Right. And they're like, they ask, do you want one? <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? And you get a roll. From, and you from get a, a roll. Cr- <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then, yeah, and then they toss it to you and you catch it with your hands yeah no she she didn't this you, time though yeah no you you do not get a pitcher's throw to the face but, i maybe maybe she yeah. had a detached cornea and was like no no we're gonna get some dollars and yeah. went into lambert <laughs> and then like purposely was like oh no you hit me in the face. i don't know it's ridiculous and i'm mad but anyway best of best of luck to her troy uh what was her name troy, troy tucker troy tucker best of luck to her yeah yeah good good luck lady mad respect <laughs> good luck good luck in life uh, um okay so let's do our new southern update I'm going to let you do this, Alexandra, since oh. you're the editor-in-chief. So we are so excited. Tonight we are going, uh, well, tonight uh, that we are recording this, but by the time this comes out, the story will be out. But, yes. Um, Hopefully, unless yeah. I like lose my eyes at Lambert. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but we're going on a paranormal investigation tonight. We are, which yeah. I've never been on one before. I haven't either. I'm very skeptical. Of course you are. You're a journalist. Well, yeah. but I, I mean, believe I, in spoopiness. See, I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in ghosts. So, well, you, why not? I they just, are I real. just don't. I just don't believe in ghosts, man. I don't think that they are, that they exist. Where's the spookiest place you've ever been? Like the most ghost-ridden? Honestly, the spookiest. Okay, well, not <laughs> ghost-ridden. All right, don't throw that in there. Like you're gonna catch me <laughs> believing in them. But um, but no. But uh, and when I was living in Los Angeles, we were filming at an old hospital, mm-hmm. and it was abandoned. And we were filming in this hospital, and one of the, me and another. Uh, PA production assistant went downstairs and this place was fucking creepy. It was creep tasket. 
creep casting. <laughs> yeah. Which is a word. <laughs> which is a word. That's how creepy it yeah, was. But it, it was it was insane because it was and like lights convinced. were dangling. And you weren't convinced that ghosts no. are real? It was just, it was spooky in the way that's like, too spooky for me, you know? <laughs> it wasn't like a... Like Tumblr spooky, not right. like real life spooky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just like flickering know, lights and stuff. I disagree with you. I think we'll learn a lot and this will be a really good experience. Yeah. So we're going to find ghosts and so you're yeah, going to so, look really dumb. So look for that in the new Southern... Uh, when when it when it comes out, I'm sure it'll be out by the time this podcast. I'm, is it has to, yeah. Like you'll hit me otherwise, yeah. But because um, I'm writing it, so that's the joke. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, but we're going with uh, it's me, you, Shannon O'Daniel, who's mm-hmm. taking photos. Yes, and she is very excited, and she's gonna take photos of ghosts because ghosts are real. Oh, you heard it yeah. here first. You heard it here. Off the record, news. off the record, ghosts are real. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Ghosts but um, trill. but yeah, and then uh, besides that, we've got um, art events that are coming out uh, from Paige Ellens. Um, she man, she keeps up with that list, dude. She is hardcore good at staying organized on that. Like, yeah, I had no idea there were so much art events in Memphis. Truly, I had no idea. Yeah, I mean, if if you if you don't know much about art and want to get into it, or like if you just want to see the sheer amount of stuff, just go. Yeah, just check out the new southern dot com and then check out our art events for every week. It's updated every, every Monday week. or Tuesday, mm-hmm. Monday. Yeah, it's usually Monday. Monday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Monday fun day yeah Monday fun day um, so yeah so that's the update on the new southern so the other thing uh, so other happenings in Memphis this week everybody's going back to school yes everybody right. my little brother's starting a few oh of them like next week isn't that's that cute. gross yeah no it's really gross that's cute it's disgusting <laughs> he's like I have an adult and he's an adult now legally and he's going to school for computer or something I don't yeah. know it's just it's computer wild something. to me yeah um, but there's U of M news. So this is something I wanted to tell Alexandra. She's been avoiding it. She probably already knows. And no, she's just like, I don't, I have, I have been avoiding university of Memphis news for this reason. This isn't news really. It's news to me and it makes me upset. So you remember that Chick-fil-A and Tiger Den yeah. that we used to go to all the time because journalism students go to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. That's what you do. Right. Cause Subway sucks. Right. No, sorry. Subway. It's just yeah. a fact. It's just a thing. This podcast is sponsored by Subway. <laughs> <laughs> no so so the whopper bar got taken out in the uc yeah which is a fact we knew okay and they have a chick-fil-a there now i think or they're putting one in okay so they have a chick-fil-a in the in the university center so the chick-fil-a that's in the tiger den okay guess what it's gonna be what it's gonna be a steak and shake what <laughs> right right isn't that bullshit are you like, serious I, used to, I wanted a milkshake every goddamn day of my life senior and, year and didn't they like install milkshake machines that they were really did. terrible they had the fr- i thought they were great the for real milkshakes they were so good they were gross they were delicious but You're yeah now crazy. they're putting in a steak and shake and that uh, to how me how's it gonna work i don't care like they're getting a steak and shake i am so mad about this <laughs> i didn't even know they did like counter service I don't, I, yeah, I have no idea. They're doing something wild. They well, have a new well, now co- you definitely can't eat at the Tiger Den ever because everybody's going to be lined up. And it's going to be a steak and shake next to a subway. Like, I, what I do you think people are going to do? God, you know, they probably waited till we both graduated. And they, they literally like, said to themselves, like, you, know you know what? what? Fuck Taylor. Fuck yeah. Alexandra. Just we're fuck them. We're doing steak and shake now. And, and they know, they know steak and shake is my favorite. Is it really your favorite? It's my favorite shake. Well, that's and that's what's crazy. Every, yeah. We used to have like milkshake Wednesdays because you couldn't uh-huh. have a milkshake every day. That's right. That's true. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. In, the news, in the newsroom at the Daily Helmsman. Good old Daily Helmsman. Yeah, we we had milkshake Wednesdays, which was bold. No, 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 no. It was milkshake Mondays. You motherfucker, <laughs> making it up. <laughs> This is milkshake Monday. I don't care what day it was. All I know is now we could have we could and go we back had to taco school. Tuesdays that we, taco with, Tuesdays without tacos without tacos well, because yeah. we were right, females. We had Chick-fil-A. Yes, that's so what it was. Taco Tuesdays because I was editor in chief and you were a reporter right. and copy editor. Yeah, so it, I'm just upset about Steak and Shake, and yeah, I think you need crazy. to be equally upset 
And yeah, the that, fact that, that we're really not upsetting. waking up this room right now tells me that you're not nearly on my level Look, of I, rage. I'm, I'm just, I'm, it's a slow burn with me. <laughs> with, with Steak and Shake, it's a slow burn. I just, it's bullshit. I'll take it out later. Yeah, I'll fucking burn down fucking <laughs> nothing. I'm kidding. I'm not committing arson over Steak and Shake, but I might. <laughs> um, so do you want to talk about this acapella group? Oh, the acapella group from Briarcrest Christian High School, I believe. Yeah. And it's one voice. Mm-hmm. It's just really, I saw it on BuzzFeed. It was a community post. So I like in my head, I'm like, we made BuzzFeed. <laughs> we didn't, but we did. I don't care. Yeah. This beautiful, I had no idea that Briarcrest had such a great acapella group. Mm-hmm. And They're they really did, talented. They did Who You Are by mm-hmm. Jesse J, I believe. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's on really YouTube. Good. Check it out. It's on BuzzFeed. Just Google One Voice, Briarcrest Christian. I, I don't care how you find it, but you need to watch it. Like, I had a moment at work. I was watching it, and I just was like, that's right. It's okay not to be okay. So thank you, Briarcrest. It's, it's beautiful. I think the arrangement was by the guy, one of the guys in Pentatonics, mm. I believe. I'm not sure. It's just beautiful. Oh, no, it was it was uh, arranged by uh, the arranger for Pentatonics. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, that's yeah, but that's was. so cool to me. Yeah. So. Um, so, I guess to wrap up the show then wrap it up we are gonna do this very quickly but um but not news that this is not news and Mm. i've got it pulled up on my tablet for you taylor oh good this uh wmc channel 5 ran this story yeah they did this slideshow um where it's like things disappearing from schools and it is the most asinine story it's the non-story like that's the so it's like it's all stock photos right and it's you go, you go through it, girl. Yeah. Okay. Oof. So apparently, going out blackboards, y'all. The blackboards are gone. Yeah. Which is bullshit. Go to Target; they're everywhere. Right. Anyway. Going in. That's new. Whiteboards. Oh man. Clearly, this is riveting enough that I mean, we have elections coming up. We've got, you know, uh, crime issues happening. I get We've they got, need content, but it, it, this shit is ridiculous. Like they're saying, out with the naps, in with the test prep. That's so dumb. <laughs> this is the dumbest shit. It is. It is ridiculous. But there's, there's one on there that baby in particular. Shit. Yeah. That really, I can't remember what it was. Was it like old? Was it say old books, new tablets? Oh yeah, like was that uh, it? God Jesus. Oh, yeah, I'll gross. show you. It, it blew my mind that that was on the site. Like yeah. it, like available for people to see. Yeah, TVs are on the way out. Apparently. Oh no, not TVs. Yeah. What's, what's breaking into TVs market? Right. Smartboards are on their way in. I've never seen a smart. When I was in I high school, either. I graduated in 2010. So yeah. that's. I know. Anyway. I'm a baby. So that's but, so that's our not news for the week. That mm. that was not fucking news. Stop it. No, don't do it again. Action News Five. Like yeah. we're watching you. We're watching you. We're not gonna do anything about it except talk shit. But we're, we're watchdogs. Yeah. Oh, like my puppy. Oh, anyway, my God. Anyway, yeah. we're not going to get into that. Anyway, thank you for listening to you off the record. Uh, my name is Alexander Pusateri. I'm Taylor Smith. And we hope you join us next week. Thanks again to the OAM Network. Thanks to Zach and Gil for helping us out a lot this week. So Especially Zach with the assist earlier. That yeah, really. Dope. Coming in with the, yeah, with the with facts. The yeah, we got a, we got a uh, two point there. Got that layup. <laughs> um, but yeah, so again, so thank you so much. Thank you for listening. And uh, we hope you have a great week. Bye, guys. Bye. This podcast is a production of Ohm Audio and the Ohm Network. For more information, go to theoamnetwork.com. Nothing. Just nothing. Or don't turn it off, and then we'll just keep making sex club jokes.